Konnichiwa from Keswick Village. This is the Roshark Japan update from the 18th of April 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Japan. On Saturday, the 15th, just before Prime Minister Kishida made a speech, an explosion occurred in Wakayama City. A man threw a cylindrical shaped explosive device from among a crowd of about 200 people, sending them fleeing in panic. Police said that the man was about 10 meters away from Kishida when he threw the object. However, The Prime Minister left unhurt. Ryuji Kimura, a 24 year old man from Hyogo Prefecture, was arrested at the scene. He has refused to answer police questions in the absence of a lawyer. Last year, former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was assassinated by Tetsuya Yamagami, a former member of Japan's Maritime Self Defense Force, using a homemade weapon, despite Japan being a country that has some of the world's strictest gun laws. Speaking of Prime Minister Kishida, Japanese video game director, Hidetaki Miyazaki and Prime Minister Kishida have been recognized in Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People of 2023 list, which identifies individuals who have made a significant impact during the year. Miyazaki, known for directing the critically acclaimed fantasy role play game Elden Ring in collaboration with George Martin, was praised by Neil Druckmann, co creator of The Last of Us video game and TV series in the magazine. Time correspondent Charlie Campbell highlighted Prime Minister Kishida's efforts to improve relations with South Korea and increase Japan's defense spending in response to rising tensions in the region. Campbell described Kishida as a leader who is revolutionizing Japanese foreign policy. On that note about South Korea, Japan and South Korea have agreed to enhance their security cooperation as they held their first working level security talks in over five years. Senior officials from the foreign and defense ministries of both countries. Have also agreed to strengthen coordination with the United States for real time information sharing during North Korean missile launches. These security talks were suspended in 2018 following a court order in South Korea for Japanese companies to compensate plaintiffs for alleged forced labor during Japan's colonial rule of the Korean Peninsula from 1910 to 1945. The security talks came amid North Korea's latest action. North Korea fired a ballistic missile toward the Sea of Japan on Thursday, the 13th. It prompted a Japanese emergency alert system to warn it may land near Hokkaido. The government later withdrew the warning, however, as it was determined the intercontinental ballistic missile would not land near Japan's northern main island. Defense Minister Yasukazu Hamada told reporters that the missile did not fall within Japan's territory or exclusive economic zone. A South Korean military official said North Korea may have tested a new type of solid propellant ballistic missile. On Saturday, the 15th, The Group of Seven, or G7, nations ministers started a two day meeting in Sapporo City to address energy security and accelerate decarbonization efforts. The G7 meeting on climate, energy, and environmental issues is the first in a series of in person ministerial gatherings leading up to the group's summit in May. One of the focuses was the G7 ministers' commitment to promoting zero emission vehicles. Including whether they set a target for the market share of such vehicles or even a time frame for phasing out fossil fuel vehicles. Japan is reluctant to agree as its major automakers are strong in gasoline electric and plug in hybrids. The ministers also addressed the loss of biodiversity and set up an economic coalition aimed at achieving nature positivity. The report by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change concluded that for global temperature rises to be kept at 1.5 Celsius compared with pre industrial levels, The world needed to halve CO2 emissions by 2030 from 2019 levels and cut them by 65% by 
On Monday the 17th, the group of seven foreign ministers agreed to increase cooperation in order to prevent Russia from evading economic sanctions and obtaining weapons from other countries to support its invasion of Ukraine. Specifically, with Iranian drones known to be used in the Ukrainian battlefield, the G7 foreign ministers demanded that Tehran suspend its support for the Russian military. The G7 foreign ministers condemned Russian President Vladimir Putin's recent announcement about deploying tactical nuclear weapons to Belarus. Despite the G7 imposing sanctions to weaken Russia's economy, the conflict in Ukraine has continued for over a year. The G7 also emphasized the need for collaboration with other countries in the global south, including India, which has taken a neutral stance on Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Developing countries have been significantly affected by the war and economic sanctions, with rising food and energy prices. On Thursday the 13th, yellow sand from China's deserts blew into wide regions from northern to western Japan, including Tokyo. Visibility in some places was less than 10 kilometers, and weather officials said people should avoid hanging laundry out to dry, and drivers should exercise caution. On Friday the 14th, a memorial ceremony was held in Kumamoto Prefecture to commemorate the 7th anniversary of a series of deadly earthquakes that struck the country in 2016. The quakes had an intensity of 7 on the Japanese seismic scale and resulted in the death of over 200 people in the Kumamoto and Oita prefectures. Over 20 people, including the victims' families, attended the ceremony at the Kumamoto Prefectural Office, observing a moment of silence. The government has approved plans to open Japan's first casino resort in Osaka, which will be an integrated resort comprising a large hotel, conference rooms, and gambling areas on the artificial island of Yomashima in Osaka Bay. The resort is expected to open between the fall and winter of 2029 and attract around 20 million visitors annually, bringing in around 1 trillion yen or $8 billion in annual economic benefits to the region. The plan has been approved with the condition that measures are taken to alleviate concerns about gambling addiction and crime. Meanwhile, Nagasaki Prefecture's plan to open a casino in its Dutch-themed Haus ten Bosch seaside resort is still under review. The Kanagawa International Foundation, a group that supports foreigners in Japan, has released a multilingual chart on its website to help pregnant women understand childbirth and childcare in the country. The chart aims to help overcome language barriers and differences in customs that can make it difficult for municipal officials to explain procedures to foreign women and their families. It is available in English, Chinese, Vietnamese, Portuguese, Nepalese, and simple Japanese. It provides information on what expectant mothers should do during pregnancy, such as selecting a hospital and receiving regular checkups. The chart also includes information that each birth must be registered with the municipality within 14 days. Bookings for Japan's Shinkansen bullet trains during the upcoming spring holiday period, known as Golden Week, are nearing pre-pandemic levels, according to service operators. Almost 2 million seats have already been reserved for the period, which runs from the 28th of April to the 7th of May representing over 90% of the bookings compared to 2018, and it's a significant increase over 70% from last year. Outbound travel on all lines is particularly concentrated on the 3rd of May, with most return journeys scheduled from the 5th of May to the 7th. Service operators have observed that more people, including foreign tourists, are clearly on the move this season. And that's it for this week. If you don't know, Rorschach has a newsletter on Substack, so check it out. It's not too frequent, so you won't be flooded with emails, but it will tell you a little bit about what's motivating all of this. Link in the show notes. Let us know what you think at japan at rorschach.com. Mata ne!